you would think you could walk in and buy three or four EV models today. That's a great point. <clears throat> and you can't. Matter of fact, they're not even close yet. Yeah, we have like, a Chevy still they, right here. They and, talk about yeah. three or four models, and there's nothing. I mean, there's, well, they have one. They have the bolt. Fair but, enough. But <laughs> other than that, all the other stuff that's shown in the commercial, it doesn't exist and won't, like, for a while. Yeah, and for years. Like, <laughs> for not just like, hey, it's going to come next spring. I mean, that's not a thing. This is All Things Acura. I'm Matt. And I'm Justin. And uh, just a little bit about us. Uh, I'm Matt. I've been with uh, Sarah Acura here for, it's almost my eight-year anniversary, I think. Ooh, November come, 4th or something up. like yeah. that. Yeah. Which is crazy. So it's, a, it's like dog years. That's a whole lot of years. It is a lot of years. I've aged about 30 years since I've been here. So got children, God knows what. And so that's uh, so a little bit about us and what we try to do. And Justin, you've been here for a while too. Yeah. So almost 20 years here with the Acura brand. Um, so a little bit of time under our belts. Yeah. With and, and we kind of started this uh, actually. So this is our 23rd episode, if that's numbers correct. I'm not sure it is. It, we're, <laughs> we got lost somewhere in the in the early 20s. So that's we're, right. It's either 23 or 24. It's something like that, which goes to show. So we we started this back in like January. Was it January or February? Yeah. And the reason why we, why we started this was basically because, you know, we felt like there was a lot of information that I think this through all the research that we do or stuff that we pay attention to in the auto industry or with Acura that we felt like, hey, you know, we probably think we not that we know any better, but we have information that we can give to people. And, you know, we see stuff all the time. This is not necessarily correct. Or maybe we're like, ah, that's not necessarily true. Yeah. Well, I think what it is, is, you know, obviously we're in the industry and in the business, you know, from a consumer side every day. Yeah. And I think sometimes you got to take those news stories because you see them out there and they're so far. I mean, they want to talk about things that are really far down the road. And I think what we're trying to do is wrangle all that in yeah. to how it translates to you as a consumer or maybe a potential accurate customer or an accurate owner and yeah. to say, okay, what's really happening? Like, yeah. can I really get one of those? Does that car really fly? Yeah. I know they talked about that, but that's not <laughs> happening yet, right? right. So and I think that's just what we're trying to Yeah, and it's out. funny that <laughs> I just had a conversation with someone back in service the other day, and they... They said they went to a, an auto show and uh, a handful of them and, and someone was telling them that the new TLX Type S back when this was like three or four years ago, that it will come with a manual, right? And so those are the things that, you know, we're not going to just jump on the bandwagon. We're going to make sure we try to have the information correct and get it out to you. So that was just a little microchasm of what we, and that's actually, he likes doing business with us because that's something that we, we do try to do is make sure we have the right information. Perfect. And so today's show is a perfect example of, mm. we're going to take a lot of headlines in the world. And I think we're, we're and, and, and kind of boil this down to what's relevant and What's the need to know? There's yeah. a lot of, I think, maybe enthusiasts and a lot of people in the media. And, and this is all great stuff maybe down the road. But how does it translate today? And what's it mean for me as yep. or us as a dealership and you as a consumer? Yeah. And us as consumers, too. You yep. know, for real that's life. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I kind of right. like just take it and make it a more real life thing. And I think that's, you know, maybe that's the vision there, too, as, as much. <laughs> we talk a lot true. about inventory, what's available, what's not available. Because you, you, you're hearing things and you... And you, yeah, and people are speculating, but they're not necessarily looking at the real numbers and looking at the real production and saying what it is. Yeah, that's so. that's very true, and I think that's also kind of what started that originally. When I, one of our earlier episodes was with regarding the chips and like you know how many chips, because we we were all kind of in the dark about that. So that was kind of our goal is to bring what we know to the light and let uh, everyone kind of flock to it, and you know those who are 
listening, watching. We appreciate everyone who's doing that. In fact, we even had a, a guest. Yeah, Craig. Craig came from New Craig, York. Yeah, too. Craig stopped in. For, uh, that was just yeah. Saturday. He mm-hmm. stopped in to you know, see how everything was going and introduce and, himself. Yeah and, yeah, and say hi, and he appreciated it. So thanks, Craig, if you're watching. Appreciate it. Uh, again, we do this on our own time, and we appreciate everyone who's like listening, paying attention, love everyone's comments, questions. Again, we try to answer as many as we can. It's just a matter of timing obviously we're here doing this at our normal everyday job yeah so. we're, we're trying to do this and work at the same time and, and contrary to, to popular belief you know we do have work to do <laughs> <laughs> that's right so onward and upward uh you know basically today what we're going to talk about is you know we have a lot of news stories uh, even within the past week and a half we had i believe we had a uh, a podcast that released recently and just within that time frame there was a lot of like news stories things were pretty relevant relevant that we felt like, hey, we want to make sure we kind of touch on these. Again, this is just kind of preliminary information and, and some of these articles. So just wanted to touch on that stuff. Um, later on in this, we do want to just talk a little bit about, um, so all that stuff regarding electrification, ZDX plans, batteries, what does that mean? Um, first thing I just wanted to bring up, I know uh, the Integra got a nice little award. Yeah. Award. So an award. From award. From award. I know. Ooh, an I see award. what you did there. <laughs> They Ward. did it to me. <laughs> Ward's 10 best engine and propulsion mm. systems. That's not easy to say. Uh, which is a pretty prestigious, uh, you know, award in the, I guess, in that automotive community and probably engineering community yeah. to be on that list and, you know, have something you've created like this. Yep. Uh, the 1.5 liter turbocharged four-cylinder engine in the Integra um, won that award. Um Combination, I, I guess I'm not sure 100% what are the criteria, but they kind of select different, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, propulsion systems and engines. Now they I've probably added that over the last couple of years, right? Well, because, that's, well, that's true. Of EVs, because, yeah, right? Well, yeah, that's true. I guess it depends on but what it, the definition of I don't know that it's all it's always cars. It could, I guess it could be a It could be a jet engine for all I know. A jet, yeah. could be a boat, whatever yeah. gets you moving forward, right? Pretty okay. cool stuff. It's always nice to have little awards to put on there, uh, no matter what car it is. So that's pretty neat. Um, they the couple of highlights of that. One, uh, they pointed out that the uh, engine has a hundred and thirty three point three horsepower per liter is one of the highest in its competitive segment, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, never really broke it down that way. Or thought about that. Yeah, that's true. I never thought about it that way. Um, and it, they they their quote was. It's been a while since I've driven a high revving, free spinning four cylinder like this, tied to a manual transmission. Takes me back to the S two thousand days. Whoa, Honda. that's a and it very it does. It, I guess it's probably the closest thing I think I've driven in a long time that made you feel like this is like the S two thousand. Yeah, it's like that silky smooth engine transmission. And it does make me wonder, and not to not to you know put any shame on this, but like how come the Civic Si didn't get that award? Too, or does it? I I wondered the or same thing. The you know, when you know, I saw that, I'm like, how how does this one get it and not that? Yeah, one? Yeah, I that stuff. You know, that's not. This is just what we're reading on the article. It doesn't say. You know, it goes and go into those details. So if anyone knows anything about that, great. I, I don't know. Yeah, so. and maybe they did. I, who who knows? Yeah, but maybe. they mentioned the Integra specifically. Yep. So <laughs> yeah, a picture of the Integra. Of course, they have a pic. Could have a picture of anything. Maybe. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> true. So anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, the next thing is, uh, and this kinda, is going to kind of get in, uh, get us into the electrification future. Um, I know we had our dealer kind of meeting, well, it was a week and a half ago or so from the time of this recording. 
Um, and there was a lot that was kind of laid out there. And in that t same time frame, Honda finally came out with, you know, pictures of the prologue, uh, which obviously Acura's the ZDX is to follow. And there were some spy shots of that. But it's really interesting because it's the first, you know, this is really our first venture into electric vehicles. So it's, it's, this is really kind of an important, important part of that. Yeah, so if you didn't see those pictures, you can get on online and basically type in Pro Honda Prologue, and you it'll pull up actual pictures. Well, actual, they're prototype pictures. Too. Yeah, and but it's pretty it, it gives yeah, you a really be... good idea of what that vehicle is going to look like. Along with there, there were some spy photos of the Acura version of this vehicle, which will be the ZDX, and that there are some uh, pretty interesting pictures out there on that, which give you an idea of a um, little bit of kind of the silhouette of the vehicle and you can get a feel for it a little bit better. Yeah, and we were just looking at that. And, and, you know, obviously you can't necessarily tell size when you're looking at certain things. You can a little bit because I think, you know, we see we're around cars all the time and you see um, maybe the size of the windows versus, or different parts of the car you kind of can put in your mind, okay, here's how proportionally how big that might be. And it kind of looks like it's almost the size of an RDX, maybe a little bit big. Um, I don't know if it's any bigger, but it could be longer, but it definitely looks more squatted. Yeah, it, it is very, it definitely looks uh, smaller than an MDX. And I think originally when, when they talked about and they came out that prototype mm -hmm. for the ZDX or, you know, their electric future, it, it kind of felt like it was going to be an MDX size. Yeah. And now that we see these pictures of both the Honda and the ZDX, the spy photos, I, I think more in between the RDX, MDX. Yeah, and that's kind of, I think, what we were thinking. It's interesting as you kind of read more about the Prologue, you know, obviously the Prologue and the ZDX are going to be very similar, uh, and that's my guess. And I'm kind of hoping the Prologue doesn't step on the uh, Acura's toes here, uh, the ZDX's toes a little bit, because it looks, you know, some, from some of the pictures they showed, it does look pretty nice. You know, it looks like more of a, it doesn't look like a Honda necessarily, right? Whereas a Honda doesn't has more of that utilitarian kind of look and, you know the Acura obviously is not a lot nicer looking, so we'll, it'll be interesting to see how they how they look how they how each of those cars look. But if, if you pull, if you do see those uh, spy shots of the ZDX, it does have a lot of that design language. I, I mean, uh, I was looking at the camouflage, and you can see the design language from the yeah yeah the it, prototype. It, it's really way more yeah. similar from what you can see there than I thought it would be. Yeah, exactly. The sculpted hood, or even that kind of way the nose kind of comes in. So. Um, and I think that was, that was it. I don't know if there's anything else on that. Um, no, that, but that rolls into the, uh, hub in Ohio. What is going on with Ohio? <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting. So that was one of the major announcements that Honda and Acura had was, you know, this 700 million from Honda to retool three of the plants in Ohio for EV production um, 3.5 billion together with LG Energy Solutions to establish a joint venture facility in Ohio to produce battery modules for EVs. That's a lot. I mean, this is kind of exciting news in Ohio, really. Uh, yeah, well, so really across the industry in the, mm -hmm. in the respect of they're moving that uh, battery production to the United States. And obviously, uh, for many reasons, we won't get into all those but that's that's yeah. a big piece of this, which is going to help with a lot of things. Um, but obviously, production capacity because now we're building a plant, but also just availability and uh, yeah. of that of those. 
and also the partnering partnering with mm-hmm. LG. That we yeah. well, I don't think we've talked about that really. That came out a while ago because they kind of shook hands on the deal before, and then right. decided Ohio was the place. Yeah, that I didn't know. I yeah, I I obviously had no idea how that was going to look, but. It's funny because we're building. I think they're building the the Intel plant here. There's a lot of stuff happening in terms of battery production and chip production here. You know, right near the plants where you know Honda and Acker kind of call their their home. So I know a lot of people. I hear a lot of people, and I really across the nation when they talk about this news, is they go, "Oh, why Ohio?" Mm-hmm. And they kind of point the you know finger to, "Well, there's so many other places we could do this." Yeah, but if you're Honda. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. First, you have your largest manufacturing facilities are there. And if anybody knows much about how that manufacturing goes goes with most auto manufacturers, is they want those suppliers close to the plant. Yeah. And I think actually Honda's an Acura's rule for a lot of the majority. I, I obviously, clearly it's not all their suppliers, um, but is, is within four hours of the plant because they yeah. do real time parts delivery. So once you start looking at the whole umbrella of what they're trying to accomplish, it makes sense that it's here, right? And oh yeah. Along with the Intel chip plant, you know, being being, being not too far down the road. <laughs> yeah, which I is mean, crazy. Yeah. There's a there's a lot happening there in that part of Ohio that, and and it's kind of exciting in in one respect that it's all happening here, uh, you know, in the same place. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, it's, for sure. And it's. It, it's super exciting for us, obviously, because it's right down the road from where we're at. I should I say right down the road. It's like two hours, but it feels like right. Down I don't the road. know if they build that those that well, large of that factories. True. They might be in our back door right, by the time we're done. Keep pushing up. <laughs> and plus, it's a lot of space in Ohio. Like if you guys, I know that's kind of the running joke. You know, Ohio has a lot of cornfields. We have a lot of space to like expand that stuff. Um, but anyway, so uh, this kind of you know. We had that dealer meeting, and, and it's a huge step forward into the EV batteries that are that are going to be produced here because it says, you know, I don't know if everyone knows this, but it's going to play a critical ro- role in the fact that Acura is going to transition to 100% EV by the end of the decade. Well, you said it. Matt, <clears throat> I know so. I said it. Yeah, well, there's so the key that they are <laughs> that's a huge key. Yeah, their their foot is is clearly. All, on the gas pedal to mm-hmm. to reach this this milestone of 100 percent EV by 2030. Yeah, and that seems like a tall <laughs> order. And uh, we talked about this before in in the past podcasts. And just kind of to put it back in perspective, you know, most of the products that we have out now, I mean, a lot of them are new and fresh. I mean, TLX maybe being the oldest one, or the RDX is the oldest one. You know, coming oh. out 19, you know, as a 19 model and yeah. 18. Um, TLX coming out in late 20s or 21, but other than that, they're they're all pretty new. And you got to think that those you know five, six, seven yeah. year life cycle. There's not many of the right. Yeah, it'll be gasoline version of these products left to come down the road. Yeah. Now they did say uh, that we we probably will expect to see one or two more gasoline models before, and then then it's EV land. Yeah, it, we have this conversation a lot with just this random, you know, different people as they uh, as we talk about this because, you know, some folks who are le- let's say you're leasing, you know, three years down the road, and we're already in 2022, three years down the road, we're in 2025. What does that look like, right? And all of a sudden, you might not be able to get a gasoline powered car, you know. And like you were saying, these the ones that we have now, this could be the last of that generation. It sure. really could be, especially yeah. for 
Well, the, especially for the MDX. Um, MDX and Integra are the two that are probably yeah. on the hot seat the most. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know, maybe the TLX. I mean, how many... Uh, are the, is there going to be more generations of TLX? I mean, other that are electric. Right. That are, yeah. are electric. I yeah. mean, so, so if you're looking for <laughs> the most bang for your buck, not to get into the used car thing, but if it's a, it's a get, it's just so crazy to think about. It's hard for me to like imagine this. But if you have a gas-powered car and you want another gas-powered car, I don't know if there's a better time than now to kind of do that. You know, so it's interesting as we go. To, this whole yeah, it leaves here. it kind of leaves you. It's it's overwhelming to think about, it and it's, it leaves you a little like can't be coming that quick, can it? Yeah. And and with Acura not kind of participating in the hybrid game, you know they're they're not yeah. building those in between models. They're just saying, well, we're going to do the electric thing, yeah. and and we still haven't seen one of those yet to do it. You know, as <laughs> as we started the show, we were, we were talking a little bit about uh, you know how how manufacturers or the news. In general, the media and mm-hmm. that we can be encompassed in the now with the podcast. Sure. Uh, the media tries to, to talk about things that are generally a little farther down the road. The exciting news is the news that nobody has or that wants to hear about what's coming. Right? That, right. And I, I understand that. You know, I've seen the last several days on on maybe it's whether it's beyond a football show yeah. or with the baseball playoffs. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Chevrolet commercials about their ev products and if you weren't paying attention to really what's happening in a chevy showroom you would think you could walk in and buy three or four ev models today that's a great point and you can't matter of fact they're not even close yet yeah we have a chevy still here they talk about three or four models and there's nothing i mean there's well they have one they have the bolt fair enough but (laughs) other than that all the other stuff that's shown in the commercial it doesn't exist and won't like for a while. Yeah, and for years. Like, <laughs> not just like, hey, it's going to come next spring. I mean, that's not a thing. Um, in other words, you know, there's a lot of a lot of manufacturers talking about, hey, they're right here, but really, we're not there yet. So we're close to that. So with regards to electric vehicles, electrification, and, and different partnerships, and that's kind of the one kind of confusing thing here is that, you know, we talked about Sony and Honda a while ago, and like a couple, a few months ago, actually. I think it was early spring. And, you know, this is something that they they talked about and then it kind of fell off the radar. And then there was this article and then, I don't, what is, yeah, 1013, so earlier in October is when this article came out regarding Sony and Honda and what that looks like in the EV future. So it's interesting because what they're basically trying to do is it says they're seeking to create a new standalone brand. Yeah, <laughs> so, which has got um, mm. the Honda dealers kind of scratching their head. And as reference to that article, yeah. even the Acura is starting to wonder, you know, how that's going to play out. Because Sony yeah. is trying to brand their vehicle their, that they're partnering with Honda to build yeah. as more of a premium vehicle. So... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, hold on. Would would that be what Acura is called? Right. So this is what this is kind of what's interesting, right? You have this partnership with LG. Is that what Sony's going to be using? I don't know if I think it did say that that was part of that. We'll get into this in a second here. So I didn't realize that Sony already basically had some cars, right? There's what's called the Sony's Vision S and the Sony Vision S02, um, and basically. They're going to be built, it says, in an unnamed Honda facility in the United States and to be sold in North America and Japan. And what's interesting is that these cars 
are going to be built here, and they're going to be basically an export of the United States to Japan. Yeah, so it goes back to Ohio. Yep. <clears throat> the plants are going to retool. They're going to use some of that production facilities to build Sony's <laughs> that they will export and also sell here locally. In right. The United so, States. you know, this was the first day I read this article. I didn't know this was necessarily a thing. I try to stay pretty in tune with what's happening. But this is where what is going to be interesting. So um, today's I'm just going to read this real quick. It says today's news comes during a big week for Honda. Last last Thursday, whenever this is aired, the company unveiled the production intent for the Prologue electric SUV to be built with GM. Because remember, that's what the Prologue and the um, ZDX are built on is the GM Ultimate platform um, in 2024. Then two, and then it says then two days ago, and it's funny how that's worded because it makes it feel like. Hey, this this happened. Oh yeah, and then we're also doing this, right? Almost like they're two things that are disconnected. It announces 3.5 billion joint investment with battery supplier LG, based in Fayette County, which that's pegged to start activity in 2526. So where does that put all this, right? Yeah, I mean in 2025. Like, so in in just a couple <laughs> years from now, they're going to start taking orders for these vehicles. Maybe even sooner than that. And, and nobody really knows how, A, who you, are you buying a, a Honda, a Sony? Yeah. Who's going to sell? Is it Sony or Honda or yeah. Sonda? Yeah, or if it's going to just be. And so the other thing that, in, that it, as we kind of go in, it talks about level three semi-autonomous. Um, it talks about the fact that these are kind of going to be competing with Tesla. And here we are, just literally just got done talking about how hackers going to have all electric vehicles by 2030. Is and again, I'm just still trying to work in my mind where that's going to what that's going to look like as a Acura or Honda dealer. Is this something that's, you know, we're going to have to compete with or not? I, I don't know. Or are we going to sell those here? You know, so. Yes, to all of the above. It is. It does sure. say it's a 50-50 strategic alliance. So yeah. uh, they are in this half and half. It, it, it'll be it. There, there are a lot of twists and turns. And this is this is this all bundle this all together. This is yes. how. The manufacturers are trying to, I guess, it's kind of smart, be efficient about how they are going to go about jumping into this with two feet and get to the front as fast as they can. Yeah. Um, but this is some confusing stuff. I, I, I'm sure there is a plan behind all this, um, but it, the way it's rolling out, it's hard to, hard to see that. Hard yeah. to see what it is. It's, Sony Honda Mobility is kind of like the, I don't know if that's what they're going to call it or not. It says, we'll start taking orders for the new car in the first half of 2025. So um, obviously that's really interesting. Yeah, as it says, Honda's answer to the likes of Tesla flagship, uh, while core Honda nameplates like the Prologue serve as the volume sellers in such a scenario, Sony Honda could also very well step on Acura's toes here in North America to some degree. So again, this is gonna be um, just such an interesting thing to follow. And that's kind of what this article, article talks about. This is from Jalopnik. Um, is the one you printed for me. But again, I, you know, where that puts everything in terms of what Honda and Acura do, you know, that's all we know for now. That's all they're talking about, right? And because again, originally earlier this year, they had said there was going to be a partnership and we didn't know what that was going to look like at the time. You know, I, I thought maybe, hey, maybe Sony, Sony and Honda and Acura are going to get together and kind of like use that maybe in their, I think we even talked about that in terms of their technology or maybe. Well, and that, they yeah. still. They kind of still split it up that kind of in that in that manner that we had talked about before, where that infotainment yeah. and the, the autonomous 
part of, you know, that's Sony's expertise and you right, have Honda right. over here with their manufacturing and their engineering expertise and combining those efforts. So I think they're still on the same page there. Um, there, there was a lot of talk in these articles about subscriptions. Oh, and that's right. I forgot, but that was the one thing I had. And so that'll be interesting to see because this very well could be a, some a subscription vehicle. And yeah. Which we haven't dove into much of that talk either. But right. I mean, as long as much as EVs are going to be different, talk about buying a car under a subscription model is really different. Yeah, that and um, basically it says orders are going to be taken online. This is going to be... Again, I don't know if that's something you're going to walk into a dealer in order or if it's just online only and then you take delivery at your house. So obviously these are all questions that, you know, this is right down the road here. And I and I obviously we want to know more as a dealer because there's going to be people starting to ask these questions, you know, probably pretty soon yep. if they read anything about this. So just keep your eye out for that. Obviously, we'll keep following up with that as time goes on. My guess is we won't hear anything for a while you know, probably nothing the rest of this year, probably something into, you know, next year, maybe near the end of next year is my guess as to when they're going to talk more about that. But who knows? So that'll be interesting. So keep your eyes peeled for that type of information coming out. Um, so to kind of wrap everything together, you know, we wanted to, there was a lot of news that came out. So we wanted to put it all together. What we kind of, I know our message is basically, hey, don't go panicking yet. We still have some years before, you know, all this starts happening, but it is something to kind of keep in mind as we move forward to kind of pay attention to. So don't come go out to your elk Acura dealer, start ordering electric cars. Yeah. You or can't. your local Best Buy and start ordering a so Sony, Sony Honda. Yeah, Sony Honda. <laughs> or ask yeah. Or asking Sony when you can order the Honda. Right. Or, Honda. or asking Honda, no. Honda when you can order the Sony. Right. I don't know. So that was kind of what my, I think what I wanted to get out of that was is like, hey, there's lots of information out there. I, I don't think well Acura is never going to really advertise something regarding electric cars. Till it's close to being out, but yeah, you know, yeah, and then all this, you know, manufacturing and facilities. I'm not sure the first shovel's gone in the ground yet. I mean, yeah, I, I, I haven't gone past there, but I, I know they right. shook hands on a lot of deals, but yeah, you know, that's all. It yeah, is so a lot could change between now yeah. and whenever that. I mean, those shovel, are some yeah. monster facilities to put up, right? Yeah, and, exactly. So, anyway, thank you again so much for watching. Um, we're gonna uh, do another one here that uh, updates you. I know we talked about. We're going to get you some information regarding update and pricing and information on the RDX. Um, did you want to talk about PMC? We'll, we'll bring it. We'll talk about it in the next one. Okay. Yep. We'll talk about the PMC in the next one. Again, thank you so much for watching, listening. Like and subscribe. Again, we appreciate all the likes and comments and things that you guys put out to us. And thanks for saying hi, Craig. Appreciate it. Um, and again, we will see you next time. Good. See you soon.